Welcome to Go to Sleep Brain, the podcast that was made specifically to help you fall asleep while I get to read Wikipedia articles about things that are interesting. This is our first episode, and I felt it appropriate to read the Wikipedia article for the Bioware action RPG Dragon Age Inquisition. Now, Dragon Age Inquisition is the third game in the Dragon Age series, and was the first Dragon Age game released on next-generation consoles, including the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. The game was released worldwide in November of 2014, meaning, as the time of this recording, we are one month late to celebrate the fifth anniversary of this game. So, now that we have the introductions, please feel free to lay back in your bed, get comfy on your pillow, take a deep breath, and fall asleep listening to me read the Wikipedia article on Dragon Age Inquisition. The story of Dragon Age Inquisition follows a player character known as the Inquisitor on a journey to settle the civil unrest in the continent of Thetis and close a mysterious tear in the sky called the Breach, which is unleashing dangerous demons upon the world. The Inquisitor is viewed by some as the Chosen One, as they have a mark on their hand capable of closing the Breach. The Inquisitor assembles the titular Inquisition in an attempt to stop Corpheus, an ancient darkspawn who opened the breach in the course of his attempt to conquer Thetis and achieve godhood. Gameplay of Dragon Age Inquisition is similar to its predecessors and mostly consists of elements found in a typical action role-playing game. Players control their customized Inquisitor and the companions that they meet. They can defeat enemies with swords and magic, complete side quests, interact with non-playable characters, and progress through the main story. Players mainly control their protagonists in a third-person view, though a traditional role-playing game top-down camera angle is also available. After the release of Dragon Age 2, the Dragon Age series was seen by some as a series with an identity crisis. As a result, Bioware sought to create a third Dragon Age game that combined the elements of the first two. Having begun development in 2011, the game was officially announced at the 2013 Electronic Entertainment Expo. The game's soundtrack was primarily composed by Trevor Morris, who replaced Inon Zur, the composer of the Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age 2 soundtracks. Several downloadable content expansion packs were also released. Dragon Age Inquisition received critical acclaim upon release, with critics praising its story, voice acting, soundtrack, detailed environments, and engaging combat. 
the game did receive some criticism for the presence of technical issues. It was awarded over 150 year-end accolades and nominated for more, including Game of the Year and Best Role-Playing Awards from several gaming publications. Gameplay Dragon Age Inquisition is an action role-playing game similar to its predecessors. At the beginning of the game, the player chooses a race for their player character. Human, Dwarf, Elf are playable races, with Kunari playable for the first time. Players customize the Inquisitor's physical appearance and gender, among other things. Players choose from three classes, Warrior, Mage, and Rogue, and can specialize their character, which grant them specific abilities. The character would later evolve to become the Inquisitor of Thetis, who was considered holy by the citizens there. As the Inquisitor, players had to make choices and decisions that affect and change the game's world state. In addition, they can, quote, judge certain people on their behaviors and decide their fate. Thetis is the game's world, which includes Ferelden, where Dragon Age Origins was set, as well as three new unexplored regions, which include Orleus, Navara, and the Free Marches. The game is not an open-world video game, as the world is broken up into several sections which can be freely explored by players. Despite that, Bioware claimed that one of the levels featured in Inquisition is larger than the entire game of Dragon Age 2. In addition, each region features different environments like deserts, swamps, and mountains. In order to allow players to navigate the game's world faster, mounts, which are creatures that can be ridden by the player, are introduced. The romance aspect of the game has been overhauled. As opposed to the previous gift and dialogue-based system, romance arcs occur in reaction to story events and variables specific to each character and include sex scenes. Additionally, not all romance arcs require sex. Josephine, for example, does not have an explicit sex scene with the Inquisitor during the main plot. Among the nine companions who assist players in battle, and three advisors, eight of them can be romanced. Some of these party members would decide whether to fall in love with the Inquisitor based on their gender and race. Customization was significantly overhauled, specifically by allowing equipment and other items to modify their appearance based on who it is equipped to. Depending upon which party member has received it, a piece of armor would automatically adjust its shape and aesthetics in order to fit the particular character, while still maintaining their identity. Players can craft and customize armor or weapons using the materials they have collected. Rare materials give the particular weapon or armor piece better attributes. Players can customize their keeps, such as rebuilding a garden as a shantry church or an herb garden. These upgrades have minor effects on the Inquisition's espionage, commerce, or military capabilities.
Players do not have the ability to import their save files from the first two games into Dragon Age Inquisition to shore up the world consistency. Instead, BioWare released a cloud-based online interactive story creator called Dragon Age Keep, which is narrated by Varric. Players can detail the major plot points of the previous two Dragon Age games to provide this level of customization without requiring replay of the initial games. Players gain influence in areas of the world by capturing keeps or forts. This is achieved by defeating the occupants of the keep or the fort, or establishing camps, which are used to provide fast travel and resupply points. Operations can be discovered to repair various structures and pathways, such as bridges or collapsed caves. These operations will allow exploration of previously unreachable locations and side quests. Combat focuses on the player's ability to prepare, position, and form a cohesive team with their party members. Inquisition features two forms of combat systems. The first is reminiscent of that which is found in most action role-playing games, including Dragon Age 2. During combat, players can switch to control other party members, while artificial intelligence will take control of the Inquisitor and other members in the party. This system is action-oriented and follows the player in a typical over-the-shoulder third-person style. The second is closer to that of classic role-playing games, including Dragon Age Origins. This combat system allows players to pause the game, assign locations and orders to the party members, and then resume the game to see it played out. During the use of the second, more strategic combat system, the camera will be closer to that of a top-down view instead of the usual over-the-shoulder, third-person style of the action-based combat system. This combat system is named Tactical View and allows for the placing of traps while the game is paused. The Inquisitor also has the ability to close and manipulate the rift, which can stun all of the enemies nearby. As the Inquisitor, players influence how to deploy agents and troops of the Inquisition through their primary advisors, which influences the rewards and time requirements of the effort undertaken. The various regions that make up the game world do not scale in level. They have a fixed level, which means players can be either too weak or too strong for the enemies found in that region. Dragon Age Inquisition also introduces multiplayer, which is described as a dungeon-crawling experience by Bioware. The game features a cooperative multiplayer mode, which tasks players to play as an agent of the Inquisition. Players had to play through levels and to fight against increasingly difficult enemy AI. The mode can be played with three other players or can be completed solo. 
At launch, the game featured three multiplayer campaigns and nine playable characters. This mode is completely separated from the main campaign. As a result, the progress made by the player in the multiplayer mode would not carry to the campaign. Players can upgrade and craft items and unlock new characters in the multiplayer mode. Since time is needed to unlock new characters, microtransactions are featured. Players can purchase an in-game currency called Platinum to speed up the process of unlocking new characters. Synopsis Setting Dragon Age Inquisition is set in the continent of Thetis, the fantasy world in which the two previous games are also set. The game covers more geographic territory than its predecessors, with one map being described as four to five times the size of Ferelden, the setting of the first game in the series. The setting overhaul allows the players to go back and forth between Ferelden and Orleus. Following the events described in the supplementary novels Dragon Age Asunder and The Masked Empire, a civil war between the loyalists of the ruling empress and a powerful noble faction led by her cousin, Grand Duke Gaspard, broke out in Orleus. Simultaneously, the Circle of Magi have gone rogue in part due to the events of Dragon Age 2, and the Templar Order seceded from the Chantry to wage their own civil war on the mages. The area traversable in Inquisition is much larger than both Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age 2, and is said to cover two countries and the land between. The countries are Ferelden, the setting of Dragon Age Origins, an Orleus with a land as the Dales located within. Characters Returning characters from the previous games include Cullen, Liliana, Cassandra, and Varric, the latter two serving as player companions, the former two serving as the Inquisition's military commander and spymaster respectively. New companions introduced include Solus, an elven apostate mage well-versed in the Fade and Spirits, Blackwall, an Orlesian Grey Warden recruiter, Sarah, an elven thief and member of the clandestine society known as the Friends of Red Jenny, Iron Bull, a Kunari warrior leading a mercenary company called the Bull's Chargers, and agent of the Ben Hasrath spies, Vivian, a loyalist circle mage from Orlias, Dorian, a mage from the Deventer Imperium, and Cole, a spirit of compassion who has taken the form of a deceased human mage as an assassin. Josephine, an Antivan noblewoman and diplomat, serves as the Inquisition's ambassador. Plot. In the year 941 Dragon, the Mage Templar War is temporarily halted by a conclave 
near the town of Haven, where Divine Justinia, leader of the Chantry, has orchestrated a peace conference. An explosion suddenly destroys the conclave, killing the Divine and most of the senior Chantry clerics, along with many mages and Templars. The explosion creates a massive hole in the veil, the magical boundary between the physical world and the Fade, the world of spirits and demons, referred to as the Breach. The only survivor of the blast is the player character, who emerges with a mark on their hand capable of closing the rifts in the veil that have sprung up in the Breach's wake, but who retains no memory of what happened. Witnesses claim that the player was ushered out of the Fade by a mysterious female figure. After closing several rifts, the player begins to be referred to as the Herald of Andraste, the historical bride of the Maker, the monotheistic Chantry God, and the nominal founder of the religion. With the Chantry leaderless, Cassandra and Liliana re-established the Inquisition, an ancient order predating the Chantry, formed to defend against the dangers of magic and heretics, as authorized by one of the Divine's last orders. They resolve to establish the Inquisition's authority, close the breach, and identify and defeat its creator. After gaining the assistance of either the rebel mages or Templars, the Herald succeeds in closing the breach. During a victory celebration, Haven is attacked by a corrupted version of whichever faction, mage or Templar, that the Herald did not side with. The attackers are led by Corpheus, an ancient Tevinter magister turned Darkspawn, who was responsible for opening the breach. Aided by a dragon appearing to be an archdemon and a corrupted old god, Corpheus overcomes Haven's defenses and forces the Inquisition to flee. Corpheus confronts the Herald and refers to the mark as the Anchor, the means by which he aims to physically enter the Fade and claim the Maker's throne in the Black City. He attempts to remove the anchor with a magical elven orb, only to find it permanently attached to the Herald, who sets off an avalanche that buries Haven and decimates Corpheus's army. The Herald regroups with the other survivors, and the Inquisition sets its base in the abandoned fortress of Skyhold, located high in the mountains. The Herald becomes the Inquisitor, leader of the Inquisition. With the assistance of Hawk, who fled Kirkwall after Dragon Age 2, the Inquisitor investigates the disappearance of the Grey Wardens and discovers that they were manipulated by Corpheus into raising a demon army. Hawk and the Inquisitor are assisted by an exiled warden, either Alistair, Loghain, or Stroud, depending on the choices made in Dragon Age Origins, or Stroud if the player is new to the series. The Inquisitor re-enters the Fade and regains memories of the Conclave, discovering that they were not chosen by divine assistance. 
They obtained the anchor after stumbling onto a ritual being carried out by the enthralled Grey Wardens at Corpheus's direction, and then coming into contact with the orb. The Inquisitor learns that the mysterious figure was the murdered divine, or a benign spirit assuming the form of the divine, rather than the Andraste herself. Either the Grey Warden or Hawk gives their life to help the others escape the Fade, after which the Inquisitor must either exile or recruit the remaining Wardens. The Inquisitor also attends a ball at the Winter Palace and resolves the ongoing civil war in Orleus. The Inquisitor's actions and choices influence who will copy the Orlesian throne and may even result in the Empress' assassination. Afterwards, the Empress Arcane Advisor, Morrigan, joins the Inquisition as an Imperial Liaison. She directs the Inquisitor to the Temple of Mythal to stop Corpheus from obtaining an Eluvian, a powerful artifact which would enable him to physically enter the Fade. The Inquisitor witnesses Corpheus get seemingly destroyed by the temple's defenses, only for him to be reborn in the body of a nearby Grey Warden. Taking refuge inside the temple, either the Inquisitor or Morrigan gains the powers of the Well of Sorrows, the magical key to the resident Alluvian. This provides the recipient wisdom of previous servants of Mythal, but also binds them to her will. Mythal is revealed to be Morrigan's father, Flemeth, the Witch of the Wilds. In either case, voices from the well reveal that Corpheus's dragon is the key to stopping him. It is a facsimile of an archdemon which, if killed, would disrupt Corpheus's ability to leap into other bodies and leave him vulnerable. The Inquisitor then confronts Corpheus as he reopens the breach and defeats him and his dragon, resealing the breach permanently and hurling the Darkspawn Magister to the Fade, which destroys his physical body. After finding Corpheus's orb destroyed, a dismayed Solus departs the Inquisition. An epilogue narrated by Morrigan details the outcomes of the Inquisitor's decisions, including the Mage Templar War, the Grey Wardens, and the leadership of Orleus. The Inquisitor's choices also cause either Cassandra, Liliana, or Vivian to succeed Justinia as the Divine Victoria. A post-epilogue scene shows Flemeth meeting with Solus, who was revealed to be the Fenharel, the elven god of betrayal. Their conversation reveals that the orb belonged to Solus, who was too weak to unlock the orb's true power after his slumber and gave it to Corpheus. Though remorseful for his actions, Solus teams of the elves need him. He petrifies Flemeth and seemingly absorbs Mythal into himself.
Development Developer Bioware was planning on fusing elements of both earlier games in the series into the creation of Dragon Age Inquisition. The game features larger environments with more opportunity for exploration. Dragon Age Inquisition was first informally announced on Twitter on May 19, 2011 by Bioware's creative lead, Alastair McNally. The core idea for Dragon Age Inquisition, namely that there would be an Inquisition and the player character would be its leader, was originally intended to be the follow-up to Dragon Age Origins. On March 19, 2012, nearly two weeks after Bioware released Mass Effect 3, Creative Director Mike Laidlaw tweeted that Bioware was finished working on content for Dragon Age 2. Executive producer Mark Dara mentioned that Bioware originally had plans for an expansion pack entitled Exalted March to mark the first anniversary of Dragon Age 2, but canceled it in favor of developing other opportunities for the series. Although Dragon Age Inquisition had not been officially announced, Dara asked fans to give feedback on what they would like to see in future Dragon Age installments. Wedbush Securities and analyst Michael Pachter speculated that Dragon Age Inquisition would be released sometime in 2014. The title was believed to be scheduled for release in the fourth quarter of 2013, but Pactor suggested it had been delayed, so Bioware and video game publisher Electronic Arts could fix problems and create new content for Star Wars The Old Republic and Mass Effect 3. However, many Bioware developers, such as Mary Kirby, claimed this was inaccurate stating that Dragon Age 3's development will not be delayed by Bioware's other games. The game's development faced several challenges. Criticism of Dragon Age 2 added pressure to make the next game a success. The decision was made to switch from the Eclipse engine used in the first two series installments to Frostbite. Frostbite had been used to make Battlefield and other first-person shooters and did not have any of the required tools for an RPG, like save functions or inventory management systems. Consequently, the Dragon Age Inquisition team had to build these features at the same time as they were creating the new game. Art director Matt Golden said of development, quote, Basically, we had to do new consoles, new engine, new gameplay, build the hugest game that we've ever made, and build it to a higher standard than we ever did, with tools that don't exist. In September of 2012, Mark Dara, Dragon Age's executive producer, revealed in an open letter that Dragon Age 3 titled Dragon Age 3 Inquisition, was officially under development 
and had been since about 18 months prior to the announcement. At E3 2013, it was announced, along with the trailer, that the game would debut in, quote, Fall 2014, and the title would be called Dragon Age Inquisition, dropping the numerical 3. Later, in 2013, it was confirmed that the PC was the lead development platform. On March 6th, 2014, Bioware released a trailer for Dragon Age Inquisition entitled Discover the Dragon Age, showcasing some of the landscapes that can be explored while playing the game. On April 22nd, 2014, Bioware released a trailer for Dragon Age Inquisition, featuring gameplay from the game and confirming an October 7th, 2014 release date. On June 9th, 2014, at E3 2014, Bioware released a third trailer for Dragon Age Inquisition entitled Lead Them or Fall, revealing more elements of the game's storyline. On July 22nd, 2014, Bioware pushed back the game's release date to November 18th, 2014. Bioware confirmed on October 31st, 2014, that Inquisition had been declared gold, indicating it was being prepared for duplication and release. Ray Musica, Bioware's former CEO, said in an interview with Wired.com that Dragon Age Inquisition would be influenced by more open-world games, such as The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, which Bioware is, quote, checking out aggressively. The developer stated that they would no longer reuse environments, which was considered a main issue in Dragon Age 2. On August 27, 2014, Bioware announced that Dragon Age Inquisition would have a four-player co-op mode that was separate from the single-player mode. On November 13, 2014, Electronic Arts announced that Xbox One players can play the six-hour trial version of the game from the same day via EA Access. On November 28, 2014, Electronic Arts announced that there would not be an Indian vision, version of the game in order to avoid a breach of local content laws. Dragon Age Inquisition was then added to the vault of EA Access for the Xbox One on August 4th of 2015. In July of 2015, Electronic Arts released a trial for the game, which allowed the players to play the game's single-player campaign for free for six hours and gain unlimited access to the multiplayer portion of the game via Origin. The game's Game of the Year edition was announced on September 22, 2015, 
The addition features the base game, bundled with all previously released story-based downloadable content, including The Descent, Jaws of Hakan, and Trespasser. The addition also includes items from Spoils of the Avar, Spoils of the Kunari, and content from the Deluxe Edition. It was released on October 6th, 2015 for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Sales Dragon Age Inquisition debuted at number 5 in the UK in its first launch week. According to retail monitor ChartTrack, it had sold almost the exact number of launch copies as 2011's Dragon Age 2. This does not take into effect direct digital download sales, however, which have been noted to be a significant percentage of sales by Bioware. And thus, the true number of sales is higher. According to Electronic Arts' fiscal 2015 third quarter earnings report, Dragon Age Inquisition is the most successful launch in Bioware history based on units sold. Accolades Dragon Age Inquisition has received numerous awards and nominations from gaming publications. The game has received the Game of the Year Award from Game Informer, IGN, Electronic Gaming Monthly, Hardcore Gamer, Game Reactor, South by Southwest Gaming Awards, Good Game, Game Revolution, Ars Technica, Associated Press, The Escapist, Polygon, Shack News, The Game Awards, and The Dice Awards, and was nominated Game of the Year by Destructoid and IGN Australia. It was also placed on various lists of the best games of 2014. Games Radar placed it at second, Joystick at second, Cheat Code Central at second, USA Today at second, Empire at ninth, Gamefront at third, Wired at eighth, Slant Magazine at seventeenth, and The Guardian at fourteenth, and was considered one of the ten best games released in 2014 by Mirror.co. UK. The game also won Role-Playing Game of the Year from Games Radar, Cheat Code Central, Game Revolution, Hardcore Gamer, Game Informer, IGN, US Gamer, The Escapist, The Game Awards, and The Dice Awards as well as Best Single Player from PC Gamer. 
Developer Bioware was nominated Best Developer by the Game Revolution and won the Developer of the Year Award from Hardcore Gamer. Thank you for listening to our first episode. I hope that by now you're fast asleep. But if not, that's okay. Sleep will come when it wants to. All you need to do is stay comfortable in your bed, keep your eyes closed, and remember that you are safe you are warm, you are comfortable, and you will fall asleep when you are ready to fall asleep. Please feel free to listen to any of our other episodes, or if you enjoyed this one, you can start it again. I look forward to providing you with many, many good nights of sleep, and I hope that as you are falling asleep tonight, you remember that you are important, you are special, and you deserve a good night's sleep. So good night, and I will see you again tomorrow. <laughs>